Today is September 1st, and the Yankees just finished their West Coast trip. They went three and four, and they ended it with a game displaying everything that is uh, wrong with the team this season. Maybe the most mismanaged, disappointing, terrible game of the season. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Uh, maybe the first ever morning after pod we've done. Maybe we've done it before in the last five years. It's not a common thing. Brought to you by SeatGeek. My name's Jimmy. Jake is with us. BBD is in the corner. I am here. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Yankees' West Coast trip where they didn't win either series. They go three and four. And I don't know, just like maybe all the things that we've been complaining about or saying you should get ahead of this, you should fix this, came into play at the end. And I am, I didn't sleep on it and wake up better. I feel like an insane person times a million. How are you, Jake? James, big baby Davis. Shout out to Joe's McFly, uh, who we accidentally sent to our warehouse this morning because we thought we were doing something. <laughs> we moved it. Um, which can't feel great. Actually, three ninth, three ninth at nine. He got to show up. He got to ride around in his new whip. So he's having an all right time. Nine screen uh, at nine Joe's just to make ourselves feel better. Yeah, man. Uh, last night was tough. Uh, like you said, I mean, you know, Cole's kind of on one. You get a couple runs. I mean, thanks to like the angels mostly helping out, uh, for the most part. And then, you're like, all right, well, Cole looks dialed. This is who he's kind of trying to be this dude on this team. I, I sneaky love it. Someone hops on the field, which is the number one bad Yankees omen this season. Um, and then error, error, Shohei Otani. Um, that just, yeah, man. I mean, even uh, even if we won, there still would have been kind of a bad taste in our mouths just because of the problems that took place. And, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, I think it's, A, I think both of us were feeling that itch to get on the mic last night, but we were trying to get some sleep, but I think that also kind of backfired on us because um, we were everyone was running hot. And then... I couldn't... I mean, I posted two videos last night, and that's about as much as people should have seen of me if i sat in front of mike for an hour yeah probably would have woke up and said hey first time ever bbd but i need you to delete last night's episode take her down i can't have that on the record forever i'm mean, always gonna mad. record at this time i think i was mad so yeah it was uh it was really frustrating and at, at the same time um you know i i i try not to be internet tough guy and then i'll 
I'll laugh at my because you know end of the day I'm 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 like five foot ten I'm not you know I'm not in Olympic shape I'm just you know your average looking guy, um, but you know I I tweet out last night I, obviously the IKF air is horrible and we're gonna talk about that uh, the Trevino pinch hit I can't get over I I can't get over you want to brainwash yourself over a guy at least I can make sense of that. The Trevino pinch hit is as bad as it gets. And then at the end, you know, because I'm Jake, I'm up late, I'm always joking in a way. Um, and I, I close out with, uh, there's no names on the back of a jersey for the reason. You know, that's kind of internet tough guide to the whole Yankees organization because they shouldn't have pinch hit for Trevino. You had two really good options to pinch hit before him, and you pinch hit for Trevino because you were thinking about the names on the back instead of the names on the front. So, yeah, man, uh... You know, hey, 98 Yankees, you know, I, I think they're out of reach, but you guys did match the 91 Yankees for the worst month in the past 30 years, so credit credit there where credit's due. And, yeah, man, it's September 1 today, so, <laughs> so, so let's see. Let's see. September 12th is the date. That's when Bader, Savvy are all scheduled to come back. I'm going to get ahead of the common, most common response. Okay. Uh, the two most common responses to all the things we're about to talk about. I'll just get ahead of it uh, since the people that usually leave these don't listen to the sh- full show anyway. The IKF talk is not about one play. Everyone's like, didn't score any runs. Like, I'm not talking about the game. Right. I'm talking about the entire season. And then the other thing is like, yes, there are other players struggling and slumping, and that's been the case all season. But when you talk about changes, there are actionable changes and not actionable changes. Are Rizzo and DJ going to be sent down or replaced by rookies or or moved on from during the season? 0.0% chance. They will be given every shot because they're professionals 10-year players in the league, it is not actionable to try to better the team in those spots. They are they are your best option. You wait for them to play to the player they are. There's been other areas of extreme easy action to try and better this team. And we were saying it in May and June, shortstop center field. There's easy places to get better where you're not tied to a guy. You're not, you know, the best action isn't let's just wait and see. Cause I think he's got a, another level. So, so yes, I would like DJ to stop slumping. I would like Rizzo to start hitting, but that's all you can say about that is we need them to go. We need them to go. We need them to go. The Yankees aren't going to bench or put them down. There's other spots where they can get better on the margins where there's guys that have not been hitting all season or are having historical down months, down second halves, and you can get them some bench time. Donaldson, Glaber. IKF's been there the whole time as an easy area to get better. So that's, we're not, not pinning the losing streak solely on IKF, and I'm not mad him personally, I'm at the Yankees for the way they're deploying him and defending him like a stud when it's the easiest place to get better. It's the easiest spot to get better on both sides of the ball. 
to try and attempt to get better. It's the it's the easiest one you have. And instead of taking advantage of that or trying to get better in that spot or or just mixing it up, they're just gaslighting themselves, the fan base, and defending. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense, Jake. I know Boone has to publicly back his guy. Right. But there's a difference between backing your guy and saying he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the league. Like, that's like my mom telling my teacher, like, hey, hey, he he had a bad week. He's a good kid versus he's a good kid and he's really good at math and he's super tall. Right. <laughs> I like that. Like, there's defending me, mom, and then there's just, you're just lying about me. I like that somehow our frustration has now led to us lying about our height twice. Um, yeah, man, it's it, and that's where there is other stuff tied into it. I mean, uh, the Rizzo DJ situation; both those guys are banged up, uh, and they keep saying, like, you know, they said they're not going to IL either of them. Although Boone did say about Rizzo after today's game that they're going to kind of reevaluate things. So I. I don't know. Again, if if it, it Rizzo and DJ, you're absolutely right. I, there's nothing you do there. Those guys are Rizzo has more than earned his keep on this team, and he has his role on this team is to be now the power hitting first baseman uh, who plays solid defense. I mean, you know, that's Anthony Rizzo. DJ is our guy that's supposed to be flexible, right? That's why we gave him that long contract. He could play second, third, and first, set the table at the top of the lineup, or you know, Benny being one of our best players recently, you you kind of have a couple options uh, with DJ. But if both of them are hurt, or if both of them are half hurt, you've now been limiting part of your roster uh, due to them, which then ties in to other stuff. Because say Rizzo deserved an IL stint. Remember when Rizzo missed, what was it, four straight games, six straight games uh, on, on the previous West Coast trip? The guy they would have called up was Oswald Peraza, but that would have sent ripples through the Yankees' clubhouse because people would have seen that as a shots fired at IKF. So I'm, uh, I mean, you know, his, his dad called me out, and I, I think that's funny because after actually watching IKF's press conference, like, guess what? If I liked IKF the ball player, I'd love that dude. I mean, he he came there, he was deadpan, he said I screwed it up. It's not an excuse. I, I got to get better. Like, that's all we ask from Yankee players, right? It, is to do that. You know, he did, he's never hid. Like better when, than Montas's press conference he, after his outing in this series, he, which maybe we get to, I don't know. Yeah, that, that'll be discussed as well. Um, but, yeah, and I guess this is where the thing, if, if Mr. IK that's listening, like, I don't even, I, I'm not even calling for the shortstop job. I'm calling for the left side of the infield at, at this point because – because what are we doing? Uh, Jose Trevino has been better than Josh Donaldson all season. From April 1 till now, he has been better than him statistically. So, when you come up with two runners in the ninth, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't pinch hit for that guy. And by the way, the guy that hit after Donaldson is having a historically bad August. So to send up the rook, 
the one rook you decided to call up because you didn't think it would ruffle the team's feathers, even though he can play shortstop. And by the way, he has a couple times, and it's looked fine. You can't pinch hit for Jose Trevino there. You're you're insulting the whole franchise. Can I tell you, can I, this is a a word that, Rocco Baldelli used mm. when he was arguing about an umpire's decision, and I'm going to steal it right now. That pinch hit move was the most chicken shit mm. managerial decision I've ever seen. Did not want DJ or did not want Donaldson to be in his office complaining. Did not want to send Glaber into puppy dog sadness. So picked on Trevino. The dude that has come through them is an all-star and has come through in clutch situations better than the other two, has come through in two outs runners scoring position better than the other two, has had better stats on the season than the other two, and has had better stats in the second half than the other two. The only reason he pinched it for Trevino and not Donaldson and Glaber is because he did not want to hurt the other two's feelings but did not feel bad hurting Trevino's feelings. Simple. Because all you want is the the lefty for the righty. Well, you got three righties, and you pinch it for the one who's done the most for us this season. That was a scared decision, not wanting his players to be mad at him. But now you pissed off the one player who's probably got the biggest heart out on the field and cares the most. And it was a bad move. You put the rookie in a tough spot. You just botched the whole thing. And if you, your mental health feels like our mental health, why don't you go check out betterhelp.com slash yanks. That's right. What timing could it be? With is this an- real? I thought you were doing a joke. No, this, this, is a- is, this is a new partner of ours. Betterhelp.com. We know uh, the mental health side of sports, of life, is so important. We figured that out as a society, and that's massive. And betterhelp. Dot com is where you guys should go. Take care of your mental health. You all know it by this point. Like our society used to kind of hide it, and now, like we we openly talk about it. And you can tell if your headspace is wrong, it it'll throw off your life and who you are as a person. Uh, I know myself and Jessica. Jessica has helped me out a lot with this. Um, you know, different therapies and things like that. Um, try to get yourself less stressed, more confident, uh, heal some emotional stuff. One time I almost started bawling because I realized, uh, like why I'm attached to sports so much, kind of heavy stuff on the air right now. It's only going to get heavier with this Yankees talk. But if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, <laughs> the timing of this better help is a great option. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at every time. I, I think that's one of the biggest fears, right? That you're going to get matched up with someone that you don't like talking to. That's kind of a nightmare. So you can switch at any time. And when you're ready to get on top of your mental health, go to betterhelp.com slash yanks today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Timing is everything in life. Um, <laughs> I mean, do we just want to keep rolling? Like, I, yeah. I mean, we can get to awards and stuff at the end, yeah. unless you wrote like badass burns that are great for game two. Do you want to do that one? I mean, they can only be so badass with which 
which what's with what's happening. So I, I'd rather just keep talking about it because I, you know. Well, let's do awards because I think we can get to big conversations through awards. So you and just want to jump there now? Yeah, and then anything that's left will left. But I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to step on all the awards by just going straight open for them. Let's do some positivity right now for our mental health. Okay. Well, do you want to do the the Roman hot wood then? Because we got we we got some things we got to do this episode as well. I think that ties into somebody who's probably be getting, getting pride, a pride. So, okay. I think it lumps in. Okay. So we're going to awards. Yes. All right. Unless unless you have a crazy cool line and a burn you want to Uh what did I have? Uh I mean the the starter in game two was Mike Myers, so there was a don't get slaughtered joke. Um let's see. Uh, Jose Luis Suarez, they try to take a bite out of the pinstripes. That's a soccer reference. How about AC Milan, huh? We're AC Milan fans now? That's pretty I'm nuts. Not. Uh, Jimmy's not. Uh, I am. I'm thinking about it. I might. Zlatan's over there. I'm thinking about getting a jersey. Um, and then, I, I don't know, for Patrick Sandoval, I really thought I'd have something better, like Sandoval. It feels like there's something there. Um, I just did a, oh, hey, SpongeBob, uh, and for Patrick. So, and I didn't even really watch SpongeBob. So I, those are the burns for the three games. Uh, my pride of the Yankees yes. is, is going to be the same person who wins the Roman Hotwood Award, mm. which I'll tell you about in a second. But it's Aaron Judge because he's got the hottest wood. Um as these games were uh, becoming late night fugue state back burner, it was like the only uh, moments of like defogged I had were judges at bats. Well, it was kind of like my brain was like, I think you'll like this lock in. Wake up a little. So he hits number 50 and 51 this series. He's, the same pace as Roger Maris right now, right? And he's got, I mean, to, to be the AL leader, to get to 61, he's got to hit 10 in the next 31 games. I wish it wasn't being drowned out. wish the division was locked up and this was all we could, like, pay attention to and have fun. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, the one shining thing in, in, the, in the pile. That's what it is, and at least we have that because it is very fun when he steps up to the plate right now. And to see pitchers have to navigate it. Do you walk them? Do you how carefully do you pitch them? And it, it's so impressive when you see this. And it, it had to be the same with Bonds and the other guys. Maybe not Maris because they said he never got intentionally walked during right. his season. But it's tough when you only get one to three pitches a game. <laughs> to hit and he's still cranking him out man so he is my roman hot wood of the month is this his second time winning that second or third right i think three i think you went back to back may june i gotta grab something from my front door sure i can talk i can find a way to figure out how to talk about aaron judge um and yeah congrats on winning the roman hot wood award aaron judge if you guys um are struggling to last longer in bed. Judge has been lasting all season, baby. Roman swipes are what you need there. Safe 
effective premature ejaculation treatment. Mm-hmm. Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks today. If approved, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's GetRoman.com slash Yanks. Uh, so if your wood's maybe even a little too hot, if that's the problem, ch- check out the Roman swipes. I, I think I think you might like what you run into there. Um, and so I'll, I'll start out big kind of with the Roman hot wood side of this, and then I'll zoom in a little more. Aaron Judge's first half was pretty good, right? It allowed him to chase the home run record. Uh, he was 284, a 983 OPS. You remember he limped into the All-Star break just a little bit. 33 home runs. That's pretty good. Since the All-Star break, he's got a 1.257 OPS. That's in 38 games. That is in absolute Looney Tune land. I mean, for August, he was only 1.091, um, which is still insane. And yeah, man, I um, I do have another pride of the Yankees. I, my backup pride uh, was going to be the fans in Anaheim. Uh, the Yankee fans in Anaheim really brought it. Uh, that was awesome. Every time Judge came up or the Yankees did something or Judge Homer, the place went nuts. Like, you've, you've been asking, when are we going to get... Like, if Judge breaks his home run record, like, we need some DVD B-roll and footage right now. And Anaheim had that. So I, I debated giving my pride to the Yankee fans out in Anaheim. I, I did find someone else, so they'll get a side pride. Um, and, Jimmy, you, you were asking, when is this going to get real? We threw out 50, and, and that kind of felt right and still kind of felt right. For me, I found out, because I haven't been a, a, a part of a Yankees-Aaron Judge home run race, it was 51. I don't know if it's my deep-rooted ties to Bernie. I don't know if it's because I half uh, pre- predicted it on Twitter and the kids give me credit even though I was just like senile and trying to stay awake and tweeting. When I heard Michael K say he is 10 away from the record, you know, that's more so the important thing. And, I, you know, humans are pretty simple. We, we measure stuff. That's why I guessed 50. Because I was like, that's an even number people like. 10 away from 61? That's insanity. That's insanity that it happened in August. By the way, this season goes like a week into October. So that for me was the like, and I think it tied into the August haze and being up late and being tired that I heard Michael K say he is 10 away from breaking the home run record used to be like the numero uno record in sports. That uh, that that woke me up for kind of like the only time this series. So I, you picked a good one in Aaron Judge. Thanks, thanks, appreciate nope. it. No problem, dog. Um, did you give your pride out? I did not. I said the 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 Yankee fans. Yeah, in I didn't Anaheim, know if that was official or not. No, they got an assistant pride. There was one person that I I really thought. Yeah, I have I have one. I think I I could or a couple. Uh, there there's a couple loose options, but there's one that jumped out to me. It's Greg Weissert. Oh, that wasn't mine, but I like that. It's Greg Weissert. He comes in the Tyone game where Tyone gets hit in the forearm. Uh, we'll see what other updates we have on that. They said he looked good. We'll see. Um. Greg Weiser, A, he pitches two innings, uh, two clean innings, and my guy mows down Otani. He punches out the bad dude. Uh, so incredible. And, you know, I, 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 uh, 
I went on a radio show, uh, the DA show on CBS Sports, and I, I wasn't sure what we were talking about, um, and it was right after the Oakland Athletics uh, sex in the stands thing. And I had a pretty good Jake line where they, they asked me about it, and I said, how could you not be romantic about baseball? This is a genuine one of those moments, because Greg Weiser, we saw him take the mound for the first time under a week ago, and it was as bad of a debut as you can have. And here he is a couple days later, and he mows down this generational all-time ball player. Uh, and he made it look easy, too. Mike King reposted it uh, on Instagram. He was tasting Weissert. And then it was so funny. They cut to Weissert in the bullpen yesterday, and he was chilling, dog. He had the mustache. He looked like an extra from Top Gun. He was here. So congratulations to Greg Weissert. Got to be his first pride, right? <laughs> if he's got another. Maybe the AAA talking Yanks show yeah. has been giving him a ton. He's been doing really well down there. Triple thought, Yanks. thought there was a chance he could do it last week because within the series, obviously the bad game was part of that, but then he did within that series come back and have the two the two uh, six up, six down. Would have been a funky pride. It would have been would have been funky. Yankees played funky. Mm. So, so I did double check. He didn't get it last time. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Good job. Um, hmm. Next up. Mm. You Yankee motherfucker. Oh. Um, everyone. Mm. Uh. Like everyone, I'll go moan toss, dude. I just I'll go him. Like you've been yeah. bad. You've been bad. I mean, you've been bad. And and then you're I don't like doing this anymore because people deal with I don't think Moan I think Montas cares. I think he wants to be better. I think he's not happy with his performance. When I was 14 and I would hear these interviews and have people see different have have people have different reactions it would really really irk me and then when we're in the middle of a stretch like that i revert to that irrational self um i mean in anaheim too that's when ian kennedy did it which like fucking broke me when i was 15 years old anaheim game so i don't i don't even maybe i don't even get into it but it was not it was if you were to judge his care level for from that one interview, the score would come up not great for him. I do think he cares. I think maybe he just hasn't figured out how to appease me personally in a post game. It's very much like I threw the ball well. I'm I'm good. I've been feel real good. I I had I had a good start. Dropped luck. Um. Yeah, and I, I want to start baseball-wise. The the Yankees, who are obviously in this... Uh, I have to make a quick announcement. Sure. I'm on new medicine, and I have to eat with the medicine, and I'm not a morning eater. Right. And I realize I haven't eaten yet, and I people hate when you eat on podcasts, but I have to eat right now, so I apologize. Go eat. Yeah. Go eat. Um, eat some. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of that. Um, let's start with baseball. Uh, Frankie Montas... He starts uh, the 4-3 game. The Yankees lose. Um, and, yeah, the 
One of my biggest things in sports are punchback innings. The Yankees were down one nothing. They tied it at one one, and then they went up two one. And it was like, okay, Yankees, like let's let's break this funk we've been talking about. Um, he gives up another punch back himself to make it tied, and I was like, you just that was the one thing I really I really wanted. Like, even if the rest of the start didn't go well, I, I, I super believe if I was joining the Yankees front office, I would talk about shutdown innings after you score. I, I think that's a part and a mental side of the game uh, that, like, people will try to dive into and, and, you know, in 10 years we'll be talking about how, how important that is. Um, his press conference was bad. I, I think he gets lucky that it's at the end of an all-time bad month and uh, that it was a late-night interview because if the interview had happened at 10.30 or 11, I think he would have got blown up a lot more um, and just with the general vibes of, of everything on the team. So, and yeah, if you didn't see it, Jimmy touched on upon it a little bit. You know, there's a couple smiles, which, it, you know, it's he wasn't, you know, I remember when Sonny first let his smiles rip. It wasn't on that level, and we're yeah, not even attacking that. We're, I'm not even attacking smiles. No, because Chap, Chapman smiles too, and it's just kind of like a what the fuck. Like, right. Just like, I, I can't believe it. I, I, I never, I don't think I've ever attacked smiles. No, but it's, you know, some people take it the wrong way, and I guess maybe I'm here defending the smile because guess what, people? You haven't had a bunch of cameras and microphones in front of your face after losing a baseball game. So, <laughs> I, you know, let's let's not just attack that. And then he talks about... Bad luck and, and, and this, that, and the other. And, it, hey, it goes back to what I genuinely said about IKF before. IKF stood in front of the cameras, was kind of sad, remorseful last night, and was like, I, I, I got to be better. And you say, okay, kid. Um, problem is the baseball card doesn't say it will. Um, that Frankie Montas, yeah, man, he, he's been bad since he came over. We, we traded away Jordan Montgomery, who went on all-time heater for himself, which then, you know, all the love we give Matt Blake and the Yankees themselves, you know, they Monty started throwing a four-seamer and guys couldn't touch it. So, like, what what's going on there? But Frankie Montas was a guy that came in and we were like, you know, this guy's got a good chance to be our number two starter. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I know I've been a, a Tyone stand uh, in a big game. If playoffs started tomorrow, Tyone's healthy. I'd, I'd rather die with that guy than Montas. Um, you got a month. Dude, you've got a month, and it's a brutal ask. Not as number two, but just over Montas. Yes, over Montas. So, it, hey, dude, uh, you got two months. By the way, go look at Montas's baseball card. Not as flashy as you think. Not as flashy as you think. Um, and there's some PD stuff in there. So, like, I don't know, man. Uh, it's bad. It, it's bad. You got a month to figure it out, kid. And, you know, the stuff does pass the sniff test, but it's got to... It doesn't matter if you don't perform. Everything we're talking about, whether infield, pitching, uh, out an outfield spot or whatever, we're trying to win a World Series. And and right now, I mean, does any Yankee fan want to see Frankie Montas with the ball in the playoffs? No. So, um, tough interview, tough outing. Um, I mean, turn around, kid. It, it's still technically a small sample, but we only got a small sample left. So... Jimmy's got something to say, but he just took a big bite. So I'm going to talk about... Here he goes. He threw four splitters in a row. Yes. The fourth one got hit for a homer. The splitter is a pitch that cannot exist on its own. 
like a changeup. It is a changeup. It's labeled a changeup. Yeah. So the baseball side of this is he shook to that. Or he didn't shook off that, but I think he shook to that. Uh, no, he did. He did. He, he shook did. to that. And you can't do that. That's He has a slider. He's got a sinker. He's got a four-seam fastball. It was Otani, right? Yep. And, yeah, the splitter, and he knows this because it's the way he pitches. Like, the splitter's his best pitch, but it's not his most thrown pitch because it needs another pitch. It's a, you know, a sucker fish. It needs a whale. But it's a badass sucker fish. Yeah. Like a cool one, but it needs the whale. And in his interview, they Boone said, Holy shit. What's up with Boone? Mm. He threw Montas under the bus in his interview. He said, Yeah, you can't throw four in a row. He didn't say he's been the best pitcher in the AL and lie to us. Yeah. Threw Anduhar under the bus two months ago. Boone Boone said, Honestly, he was honest with the crowd. You can't throw four splitters in a row. It's something we're going to have to talk to him about. He can't shake to four splitters in a row. They immediately went to Montas and said, Boone just said it. Poor pitch selection. What do you think? And his first answer was like, no, I don't think so. But yeah, probably shouldn't throw four in a row. I was like, what? They, yeah, they asked, no, they asked him. It was something along the lines of like, do you regret the the pitch? And he kind of said no at first, and he's like, you know, no for it. But then later on in the sentence, he was Talk like, yeah, if I could it. go back, I guess I wouldn't throw that pitch. So yeah. maybe. And I think when someone asks you, do you regret your natural inclination? Right. Like, no. Oh. And then you're like, oh, okay, wait, maybe I should have. So which is kind of um, dumb. I I don't want to say I'm a regret stan, and I, you know, Joe's actually sent us a really good Joe's McFly text earlier. How he was like, everything happens in life for a reason, basically. And you can for believe in that, but you can also like. I don't regret some stuff like, yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. He's my mf Okay. I mean, offensively, it's almost like they split the vote. So it landed on a pitcher. Hmm. Right. You know, like there was just so many Irish candidates that I chose the Italian. Right. 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 Which right. is how John F. Kennedy won his first election. Ooh. Well, his dad lesson. just went out and found another Italian man with the same name as his biggest competitor and and paid him to also run for city council. <laughs> so say his name was Jack Scavone, his John John, uh, John F. Kennedy's dad just found another Jack Scavone and was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks to run for city council and then just split the Jack Scavone vote. It's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. It is. Um, yeah, Jack Scavone does live here. Um, man, I'm uh, I- I'll go, I'll go kind of band aid mode. I know he's been collecting them up, but he's he's been deserving them. Uh, I'll go Glaber because um, the the month of August ends up in. Uh, a place that, you know, I I didn't think Glaber Torres could even, like, end up. Like, in, in his worst slumps of slumps, uh, I, I didn't think that could happen. He he ends up going one for eight this series. Um, he's swinging at everything like we've talked about and you guys saw in Talking Yanks. Ryan Rucco, who's a guy that doesn't get flustered, is was 
uh, you know, two weeks ago was in a mental warfare with himself about Glaber Torres' at-bats and how bad they've been. Um, and it, you know, again, May, this guy had a 799 OPS. We'll call it 800. I'll round up. In June, he had an 817 OPS. In July, he had an 811 OPS. This guy was clicking. This guy was going. He finishes August with the Coldwood Award, 180 batting average, a 464 OPS, um, which in your in Glaber's slump of slumps, if he's the ball player he thinks he is, that just should never happen. And I talk about how slumps happen to everyone in this sport, and they will, and, and they will. And, you know, we're going to, you know, at, at some point, it, Judge has slumped this year briefly, and it's, it's kind of incredible, but that's... He's like Homer during them. It's weird. That's baseball Susan. Um... And the reason Donaldson dodges this bullet is Donaldson, 100%, has played great defense at third base. I know the throw gets away, but also DJ was at first, so that's part of the reason the throw gets away. If Rizzo's there, I don't know. Went off the end of DJ's glove? I don't know. Rizzo's there as a defensive replacement. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. Josh Donaldson's defense on the year uh, has been... Fantastic at third base. Fantastic. Um, He even made a couple highlight plays in that game. So it's like, okay, well, if he's out there and he's not hitting, he's playing great defense at third. Glaber had been playing really good defense at second base. I was giving him some high praise. Uh, He has the mental error again where he takes his foot off the bag early on the double play this series. Um, And what is this all tied to? It was the fact that he heard he was almost traded. And we've seen Glaber just swim laps in his own head and be heads down on himself. And again, let me compliment a couple guys we're being tough on. IKF hasn't been head down all year. Josh Donaldson impossibly hasn't been head down all year. Um, and, you know, I've, we've kind of been waiting for the Paul O'Neill freakout or something, which I'd still semi-allow, but he's been head up. I'm going to try my best to do my job. Glaber has those lapses where it's just not there and it's currently not there. And yeah, man, we've seen any time that there has been something you can mentally connect to Glaber, it has shook him. And him finding out he was almost traded for Pablo Lopez at the trade deadline has near broken him, has near broken him. Um, So I don't know, kid. Uh, I I don't know if you're going to find yourself. You've been, you want to know the part that actually makes me mad and I don't get to this level a lot? Mm-hmm. Glaber Torres is 25 years old. We've talked about him and Donaldson being in this like platoonish situation, uh, you know, where they're each half getting at bats. You sit one day. We've hit days where we don't even notice Glaber sitting. And guess what? Glaber's in the dugout, and instead of coming with this fire and vim and vigor of a 25 year old who's basically been benched on what should be a World Series team, he's just gone into a shell. So, man, I, I don't know. I, there's obviously a difference between pressing and putting your best foot forward and being in a slump and where do the lines overlap on that. But, man, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, keep your head up. You play your best baseball. There's two identifiable traits when you are playing your best baseball. You hit the ball to the right center field gap, and you smile. 
That's the full scouting report on good Glaber Torres. So if you're not doing either of those, call up a kid. Call up a kid. They got so many spots on the team right now. They have to play two guys that need a Phantom IL or or rest every game. Two to three. It's crazy. Yep. Regular awards. Regular old awards. Regular old awards are brought to you by DraftKings. And hey, maybe these Yankees are really sending you spiraling and you're getting ready for football season. And good on you. If you're a Giants fan, we got some really good Giants content. Why don't you get, hey, I know I haven't created any content yet, but I could be your Jets guy. Um, why don't you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, and they are giving you their bet $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. And I'm pretty sure they've got a new one that I think if you spin this right, you're going to be in a good spot. If you bet any NFL team and they go up seven at any point, you win the bet. <laughs> you win the bet. Any point during the game, if the team you bet on goes up seven, you'll get paid instantly, even if they end up losing at the end. So if you're looking to get into this, now is the time of year to do it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JOHNBOY only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Details. Uh, I'm going to give the... Um... I'm going to give the uh, the Big Green Award. Ooh. A movie that we know on Talking Yanks is linked closely to me. Chubby, curly-haired goalie? Chubby, ridiculous goalie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, he's part of it. Okay. The link. He's part of the link to this award. There's a guy, an actor in that movie, who goes by the name Bug Hall. Um, all right. There's man. also a guy named Newt. Newt. Um, that's the kid. He's that's like the yeah. Bug Hall plays Newt, which I mean that's Scott's plan. That little kid's first name is Bug. He on IMDb that person operates under the name of Bug Hall. Well, see, look as a grown up. I mean, he was in a lot of stuff when he was that age. He's all right. Probably, he probably had a, like a really big 1993 to 1995. He looks he looks good. Um 62, 37 years old. Uh your big green award is going to um Little Rascals, the Big Green, Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. It's pretty that's a nice it's a nice run. I Those will are all movies. I'll go with Anthony Rizzo. No, no. Um the big green, my favorite scene in the big green is when Larry, the goalie, has to face his fears. Um, and he realizes that 
you know, every time there's a penalty kick, he envisions the other team as some uh, weapon yielding enemy, like a knight or a ninja or like a motorcycle gang that's coming like to kill him. And in the championship scene, he realizes he can't run from it. That doesn't work. And he says, come on, Larry, become part of the nightmare. Mm. Turn yourself into a monster and fight back. And I'm giving this award to Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes, yeah. Because what's the scariest thing Clay Holmes can do when coming into a game? For us or the opposing team, or is it the same answer either way? Throw it Maybe at the guy's head. Throw it at the guy's head. Just throw the first pitch so incredibly wild. Yeah. That's been a very true, uh-oh, all season. If that first pitch isn't uh, in the zone or, you know, just around the zone, on the edge, it's you're screwed. And his first time he comes back, he looks good. Um he gets a double play ball, and then Glaber said, well, I was enjoying watching Clay Holmes pitch, so maybe I'll just let this guy not get out and stepped off the base, so they reviewed it, come back on the field. Clay Holmes gets to pitch a little more. That was nice of Glaber to do that. And he looked good. The stuff looked good. It was dipping. He threw something to Squid. He also, Squid, got blunt out on a, a two-strike pitch, so it was like a very, was that enough to really see Clay Holmes stuff? Comes back the next game, the first pitch at the guy. That's a nightmare. That's our fear. That's Clay Holmes' fear. That's everyone's like nightmare. Oh my God, it's going to be. Clay, King, uh, Kay even says on the broadcast, like, that's been a sign, but he did it on purpose, Jake. Yeah. Because he's so scared of that first pitch, wild pitch. And then he realized, I don't need to run from this. I'm going to fucking become part of the nightmare. And he dotted one. Four feet up, two feet in, exactly where he wanted it, and said, Great, out of the way. I will move on now and pitch. So just brilliant, brilliant performance, brilliant mental game from uh Clay Holmes. Well done, Jimmy. Uh you know, another favorite of yours. I mean, quicksand from the replacements. You have one bad thing happens and then another and another. And all of a sudden, you're in quicksand. You mean like bees on the field? What do you mean, like bees on the field? Um, Clay Holmes last night. Yeah, 94-mile-per-hour sink job at David Fletcher's Dome to start it off. And you're going, okay, and we're back. Um, and then something I asked for, and I do think it's been an improvement, and I think it can help him get out of the bad place. He goes slider, slider. And by the way, they're two good ones. His slider, and I think it was part of what he worked on when these struggles first started happening, needed to become his get-out-of-jail-free card. And, and I think it has um, because he threw the first one and that, you know, when you're sitting Clay Holmes sinker and one just came at your dome, you're going to get a slider over, over the plate and not hit it. He comes back to it. It's a good one. It's David Fletcher, one of the best contact tools in the league. He swings through that, and then he goes back to the sinker, back up to 96. Good movement, and David Fletcher, again, cannot make contact of it. And then he gets Trout, and then he gets Otani, uh, strikes out Otani. So, yeah, man, that was, um, you're right. That was some awesome, some good face-your-fear stuff that 
Clay Holmes is going to run into adversity, whether it's playoff baseball, whether it's himself, and I think he's finding the solutions to get himself out of there when he's on the mound in that situation. Because we saw earlier this year, I mean, he he went to the bad place. <laughs> there was nobody... There was nobody else on the field except Clay Holmes in those bad moments. And uh, I, I think he's fi- finding a solution, so I like that. Nice. That's the good stuff, man. That's my top five personal favorite award for myself. Good. I would bet 80% of our audience doesn't know what I was talking about and hasn't seen Big Green. Mm. Yeah. So, personally, I'm pleased with the story I told. Love that. And now you're up. Turn into a monster and fight back. It's a great scene. It's a great We scene. met that guy. We met uh, Ham. Patrick Rana. Um, my first award is going to be the piggyback award. Okay, the piggyback award. Get on my back for a piggyback ride. Having lots of fun. Won't you get on my back for a piggyback ride? Um, Loisaga. Jim, the piggyback award is going to Jonathan Loisaga. Note that. In the documents, he got his first one right this year. Jonathan Lewisaga, A, I'm piggybacking off your award. I was going to call it like a buddy cop, like let me be a buddy cop with Clay Holmes. Like I can do it. I can do it. Um, Jonathan Lewisaga in his last 15, uh, or excuse me, 18 appearances, 15 innings, a 1.8 ERA. And Jim, you noted it. It's still early on. It didn't seem like Johnny Laza was back. Johnny Lasagna might have announced he was back in his last appearance. He comes into the game, a little 1.1-er, a little up-down for you, a little hey, how are you? And he comes out in his second inning, or excuse me, his first inning. He comes, he comes in to get one more. He comes in to get Mike Trout uh, as a little, hey, you had a clean inning, why don't you come get arguably the best hitter to ever play baseball. How about it? Strikes out Magnaria Sierra, all-time name. Strikeouts Matt Tice, medium name. Strikes out David Fletcher, not a baseball name. And Tice and Fletcher were on six pitches. Swinging, 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 looking, looking, swinging. Jonathan Loisaga. It'll be a real treat if he continues this up and Clay Holmes goes full big green mode on us. If the rest of the team can figure it out, those bullpen options that we've dreamed about and we hoped about and what it's going to look like come October, man, those would be two big ones. If we could get 2021 Johnny Laza and first half Clay Holmes at the back end of our bullpen, that is a winning formula. So, I'm just piggybacking on you. Come on, Johnny. Eliza's, uh outing was very good. 
I agree. The sinker is now back because the the yeah the two the two outings when he was good it was not sinker based and I and I was like well you kind of need the sinker to be good for us to really be in on this. What was super interesting, Jake, mm. is that he started throwing his changeup, um, which he hadn't thrown a lot. I wonder if he just hadn't faced lefties in the other games. Uh, I'm looking at him now. I think it's a Yankee build-up thing. You think so? Yeah, kind of like let's work on getting, which we don't necessarily disagree with, but kind of ties into the month of August. Like, don't bust out all your party tricks yet. Let's figure out the first couple, and then we'll get Yeah, there. okay. It's, a, it's also a, like Sierra's a lefty. He threw three to him. Uh, I think he threw four change-ups, and he, he got it was a 100% whiff rate on the change-up. But the fourth one was to Thies? Thies? Thies, I, I believe it's. Kay was saying it in a way that I was like, oh, that's how you say it. Um, so it's a lefty thing. So, But it looked nasty. Mm. The change-up. No, it's not the best crop of hitters to like really. But it had a 100% whiff rate on the four that he threw. He got three swings, three misses. He used it to get the strikeout twice. Um, 66 put away facing lefties. You need pitchers that can get both sides out. He's one of those. So it was it was nice to see that. And yeah, have have a good September, Johnny. Because I I know it doesn't matter to us, but we've talked to a lot of ball players. You know, your numbers on the scoreboard <laughs> matter to yourself. <laughs> and uh, you know that ERA it's down to five two nine. If he has a good September, like seeing your name come up on the scoreboard and your ERAs in the threes uh, to Johnny Lasagna, that means something. Um. So hey, have a good September, kid. Yeah. Do it. I dare you. Do it. Cardi Cola, do it. Do it. Who's do your it. uh who's your final award? Man, I've been searching. I just been searching quotes and and stuff and I really don't know, man. I I don't know what to talk about and what not to talk about and and um I don't know how to phrase this as an award. Um, I'm going to go the, I'm going to call this the 70 30 award. Okay. The 70 30 award. Okay. Because it's something I want to talk about. 70-30 award. Any guesses? I mean, my best guess would be Donaldson, but we already already scratched that itch a little bit. But what do you got? Cole. Okay. Because there's a lot of dialogue about Cole right now. Sure. And there's people blaming him for it. And there's people defending him. And like most things, nothing's 100% one way or the other. And I am 70-30 on this. Maybe 80-20. Maybe 75-30. Maybe 75-25. 75-30. 75-30, yeah. Because I... 
it is a bugaboo that Cole gets flustered. Yep. A uh, guy runs on the field and we get a delay and then he has two errors behind him. And then he gives up a home run to Otani. This isn't the best example of it for me. But I have talked about it on the show before that kind of he just can get off his rocker and not get back on. So this isn't the best example, but Cole went seven innings pitch two earned runs. Yeah. And there's people and it's become very much a, a non Yankee fan thing to just kind of give him the Bryce Harper treatment of like, he stinks. He stinks. He'll never live up to that contract. Go back to when we did the deal. We did at winter meetings. We talked about the contract Cole signing. I'm pretty sure I announced he won't live up to this money. Right. Oh, uh, there's Joe's like <laughs> he's getting paid. The Yankees had to pay so much to get him because that's what he was getting. Right. And I think like don't expect him to ever repeat 2017. So, I, so I, I'm going to stay there. Like I understand he's making a ton of money, but he a top three Cy Young finisher his first two seasons. Um, That's pretty good. And his ERA is under three, five right now. I think that's pretty good. I would like him to not let the beginning get away when things go wrong. Yeah. But I don't want to make that point without making sure you understand that like 70% is, is in defense of Cole. Like there's two errors behind him and it's not like Matt Thice clipped him. Right. MVP guy clipped him. Now he threw a pitch right down. He got behind him and then tried to get back. And it was, that was bad. But like, I saw people trying to tweet about this. Like you can't let him beat you. And it's like, well, dude, that's what they say about. That's who will beat you. Right. If the error wasn't made, you would have intentionally walked him or pitched around him. And then he, then you wouldn't have let him beat you. But the errors were made. So it's like, uh, I acknowledge, and I was pointing it out earlier in the year. Yeah, Cole needs to be, have a little more bounce back, a little more like he can't get like out of sorts, which it seems like he does. But on the flip side, he went seven innings pitch, two and runs. He's not at fault for the loss at all. He's it's a very good start. I'll take it every time. He's having a very odd season, but a decent season. And he's had the worst defense behind him. Katie Sharp tweeted out the outs above average behind him are awful for any the most behind any uh, Yankee player. And IKF has, I think, five misplays or bobbles. He's picked them up three times, and and he's he's let it ruin it two times, I think, now, or, th or three times and four times. So it's like the 70-30, because I want to talk about the 30%, but people are turning that into 100%. Right. And I'm like, no, it's he's still good and had a really good start last night. Yeah, for me, it's the, you know, sometimes I... I, I reference it in the bullpen. If you add someone to your bullpen, it can change your whole bullpen outlook. It's the like the rhythm of the bullpen or the butterfly effect. The baseball butterfly effect becomes very, very real. And it's, it's something that gets overlooked in this because Josh Donaldson had a really nice night at third base. That ball gets thrown away, which butterfly effect, Anthony Rizzo, nor, our normal first baseman, a guy who, who won a platinum glove over there, what if he makes a really nice stretch and catches that ball and it's an out? Or, even better, 
Let's say Anthony Rizzo comes off the bag and stops that ball. So then your runner's on first base, and you can't continue to do the butterfly effect. Kay talks about it. But that was a grounder right to IKF, which maybe he can, he fields it cleanly and just tosses to second, and it's a double play. Who knows? We, we'll never know, but we do know what did happen. Um, and you're right. Like, just because, you know, whatever happened behind you doesn't, like, hey, well, Cole, Otani got you. Not your fault. No, I, you threw a pitch that had a fastball. I come, I become a little more lenient on that if something happens with two outs and you're supposed to be out of an inning. That mental warfare is brutal for anyone, even the toughest people in the world, although it's part of your job to work through that. Um, but that is the ripple effect of baseball right there. Um, if you want to throw the person running on the field into that too, sure, knock yourself out. But no, I mean, I mean Cole, you... <laughs> and it's easier said than done, but you can't give up the home run to Shohei Otani there. Uh, but he got him, and that's that's baseball a little bit. And it, like you were saying about Cole in a complimentary way, um, he's leading the, the league in starts, innings pitched, strikeouts, so he's very much doing Garrett Cole things. The ERA isn't as flashy. It's three two eight. By the way, it was three two three last year, and he has his blow up game. Three two eight. His ERA is three two eight on the season. That's really good. It's really good. It's really good. And as we know, Cole in those blow up games, if we did our take away every starting pitcher's worst two starts, Garrett Cole would probably be a top three starter in the AL this year. If the Yankees score uh, official score wasn't from Hawaii. It would be lower. Look at that Royals game. Was that four runs that were all unearned? Yeah. Five runs that are all unearned. I, I, I dare anyone to go back and watch that inning. That's not a Yankees fan. And tell me if those yeah. were earned or unearned runs. Yeah. Like. That if was I was Cole's dad. Yeah. Another great quote from the big green is when the, the bad guy. He goes, that's, what's the kid's name? Let's say it's Anthony James. Sure. He goes, that's Anthony James Jr. He's my favorite player. He's my son. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, <laughs> if Cole's dad, like, wanted to start a petition yeah. to, in, like, 10 years, be like, actually, you know, Mr. 3000 style, actually, I'd love an official scorer to go clean up some of these earned, unearned runs, and I'd sign it. Right. And then we... That judge is 52nd home run in 2017, too. Like, why don't we start righting wrongs? Galarraga uh, uh, should have a perfect game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know. And that was honestly the part of the Boone presser that made me the mad because you, uh -huh. you, well, actually, no, I already did my whole Trevino thing. That's the part that made made me the most mad overall but the the fact that he referenced errors um a jay jr <laughs> hey i was got the kid the son's name is jay jr that's jay jr he's my favorite makes player it um the, when boone referenced the errors it was kind of an own a double oh no um because you know they've been cooking the books you know they've been cooking the books they have been um you know, so I, uh, 
I understand a manager having to get in front of a microphone, especially a New York manager, and defending your guy and all of that. And what's Boone supposed to say? Like, I, I don't, I don't want him out there. Like, no, I, Boone's hands are tied either way. But uh, if you want to say he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the league, and you've needed to brainwash yourself to tell yourself that as a manager of the Yankees, even that makes sense to me. But to go with the errors argument, I mean, that's uh, that was disgusting. They truly believe it, just to let you know. I know. A lot of people were like, Boone's lying through his teeth. They truly believe it. The reason Aaron Boone has the job from the start is he agreed to go with whatever the Yankees front office wanted. It was it was the prime time for front offices were, were calling all the shots, and Booney agreed to that. So they even if believe he, even if he doesn't believe it, you know, they probably that you know, they the Yan- every team has their own formula that are simu- similar to the formulas we have access to and the Yankees formula is somewhere very similar to DRS and it has IKF as one of the best defensive shortstops in the league and they will believe that until to, they are wrong and they then they will it. make a change after the season, like they did not believing in lefties and not believing in speed and not believing here's, in defense. Here's what here's what they lean on. The errors, which they know the official scorer has missed, I think, 10 well, to 12 now. You can control that easily. DRS, which is a very flawed defensive um, stat. like I tweeted about last night, and I got that information straight from a dude who does DRS. And hey, even to cover our butts on outs above average a little bit, guess what? That ain't great either. That's why the, those stats sometimes have players opposite. Yeah, but I like outs above average more. But anyway, and, and the fine. third thing they believe, the third thing they will say, and like Cashman has said in his press conferences, is comparing it to last year. And it's like, yeah, guys. Last year, your shortstop defense was so bad, Mm. you publicly announced he can never play shortstop again. So if you didn't improve from that, (laughs) it'd be a problem. That'd be like, you know, me trying to sign up for basketball at 5'4", freshman year, and they're like, we're going to need you to be a, uh, you know, we're looking for height uh, on this position. We're looking for height. And I come back the next year, and I'm 5'6", and they're like, great. We got tall. You didn't get tall. Got tall. You got marginally taller, still very short. Right. But that's how they're selling it. Our defense improved from last year. Your defense was so bad last year, you banished the dude from the position. And you got marginally better. So... That's how they're brainwashing themselves. But I, I, I think they're brainwashed. People think that they're lying through their teeth through like a gritted smile. And no, I think Boone fucking believes they have one of the best shortstops in the league. They believe that. Otherwise, I mean, oh my God, there's a full clown on my screen to the right. Just to let you know, my screen to the right is a game and they're showing the fans, and then there's someone just full clown in the stands just clapping. 
full makeup and everything. I'll send you a picture. I mean, just full clown. Okay. Um, wild. Yeah. I mean, a couple things there, uh, you know, Glaber's no good, very bad season last year where he couldn't hit, he couldn't play defense. Uh, his offensive numbers, uh, 93 OPS plus, I think IKF's back around 81, which is right around his career number. Um, yep, it is 81. Okay, cool. Knew that off the top of my head. Sweet. Um, yeah, man, I, you know, I, I said it before tying it into Rizzo and DJ. Are they hurt? Are they not? And if they were, I think the only reason one of those guys isn't on the IL is because their only option to call up would be Peraza. And, and they refuse to do that because they think that's going to break IKF. And I don't know, man. I'm maybe I'm a maybe I'm a little old school. That's what people say about me. Um, I believe in competition. And guess what? If you called up Peraza and Cabrera and you said, "All right, Glaber Donaldson," if you don't care about the name on the back of, jer- of the jersey, if you don't care about the bankroll, why don't we roll it out there and see who's the best player? Because that's a good way to figure out your best team. Um, and they don't believe in that. They don't believe in that because um, they believe in quote-unquote, staying the course, even when the course um, looks like Gallo did for however many games. Or, um, you know, when Hicks was in his bad streak. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I I fully agree with you. They they think IKF's great. That's a full, that's a guy in a full clown. That's a full clown. That's a guy in a full clown. I mean... I don't know why they're going full clown. Neither of the team is named the clowns. I mean, you're going to get on TV if you go full clown. If there's someone full clown at the Yankee game, you get put on TV. Dennis Lane just popped in the chat. Hope you all know ICAF isn't the reason we were losing. Go to the start of the show. I address that right away for yeah. the people that that's their only response. And that's another thing. Well, what, what, what is that? What is So we can't get better in places we're bad? That's what we were saying in May. Yes, he's th- there's there's positions that are underperforming. They're not the reason the team's losing. So you're just not going to get better in places where you can get better. That's a really losing attitude. And that's what we were telling them back in May. And then we said it in June. And now here we are stuck because you didn't improve in the improvable areas at the times you're allowed to improve your team. That, that thought process, they're not the reason we're losing. They're not the reason we're winning. So let's try and change it out to a different option that may be the reason we win. Right. It's such a losing mindset. It's not hurting us. Okay, is it helping us? Then let's try and get some help if it's not helping us. I'm sick of people saying that. Obviously, it's not the sole reason the team's in a slump right now. But it's an easy area to get fixed. Improvement. And improve. And that ripple effect I talked about. It's uh, it's baseball. Minimum 10 guys play for you in one night. Really hard for it to be just one of their faults that a loss happens. Seen it, though. It's um, happened. Inaction causes doubt. IKF. Um, and this is, I said this weeks ago, check the tapes, check the receipts. Joe's has some. Um. You know, if we opened it up, open up the left side of the infield, like I asked, guess what? Like IKF at third, I'm, I'm, I'm open to that. I opened that up last week. If his defense looks really good over there and he's outplaying Donaldson, like, I'll run it. Like, I don't care. I don't care about who you are. 
I care about Yankees baseball, and I care about a good final product. Joe's McFly is pointing to, I think, his uh, where you'd put a ring on your finger. Um, and that's, that's, uh, that's the sick part about Yankee fans. That's the sick part about Yankee fans. Um, my final word, I don't, I don't know if we even want to do a discussion on it, but it's the, um, um, it's the, it, it, it's the get on top award. Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Get on top. Complications of the master mind. Get on top. Someone called in the morning show. Yeah. And said that there's a, uh, in a, the song Californication, there's a line that can easily be turned into Tyler Wade. Mm. And they want, if he comes back up, they just wanted me to let you know that you, they were shocked you never did it. Done. Yeah. Get on top. DJ? Close. It's Benny. Um, we've had a lot of conversations about him. It's still a fun one in Yankee land. We kind of did it midweek. Uh, I think the Yankees' best current lineup is DJ Benny at the top. Actually, it depends what DJ's doing, uh, but Benny's been playing good baseball. So Benny deserves to be on the top of the lineup for now. And I know we're scared to push Judge down to the three-hole, and I do get that. But I think as of right now, to extend our lineup, because right now when we get to five and six in the lineup and there's nothing, that's just a useless lineup that uh, I'd rather give yourself the chance of DJ and Benny doing something that you give Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, run-producing opportunities. I know baseball doesn't believe in that anymore. Like we've talked about the 2019 Nationals with Trey Turner and then Adam Eaton setting up Soto and Rendon. Guess what? There's a formula there that still works. It worked in baseball for 100 years before we started overthinking it a little bit. So it's either slide Judge up, and, like, let's try to sneak him that extra at bat as much as we can and just bat him straight lead off and get weird as shit. Or I think you're doing a, a Benny DJ at the top and hoping to cause action in front of Judge because he is currently our only offense. Um, and Benny's... Uh, yeah, so you like the last two lineups? Uh, I mean, some shades of gray, like Rizzo didn't play yesterday, but I'm, I'm very open to the Benny DJ at the top of the lineup if... DJ takes the turn or goes on the IL because that's a whole nother situation. But uh, shout out to Benny. He's he's earned, he's kind of earned his keep towards the top of the lineup. Um, and he, his at-bats, and I don't know what to believe in, but he's looked more comfortable up there. But I think for the past three weeks or so, the guy's got an 800 OPS and he's hitting and he's getting on. So, um, yeah, I mean, going back to that St. Louis series, um, yeah, I, you know, around an 800 OPS. So, it's a home run in this series. I'm fine with Benny. Just trying to end on positive note. It didn't come out crazy positive. Didn't. Um, I think they've had, like, the most different lineups <laughs> in baseball. I think yeah. Katie Sharp tweeted like it was like 130 or 110 different lineups. What's Buck doing with the Mets? Oh boy, we're going Buck. Um, I'm going through my tweets to see if there's anything that I I feel like I missed this series that I want to talk about. 
Nimmo, Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, basically every game in the second half. Yes. Players Alonzo, Lindor, Marte, Nimmo, all 100 games in the one through four. Mm. And the Yankees were in a stretch like that. But then not even really. Judge is the only person that's done 100 games at one position. He's having a good year. Yeah. All right. We got Joe's here. Should we get some closing thoughts from Joe's? I really, I was, I tuned in your Twitch at the end of the, uh, at the end of the game yesterday, and you were, you were still running pretty hot. Thinking about it. Can you? Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I talked about it. I vented a lot in yesterday's episode, to say the least. I've been straight strong. Um, but the one thing that you said in this Talking Yanks episode that kind of resonated with me was you're playing for the names. You're coaching, if anything, if anything or managing toward the names on the back of the jersey versus the name on the front. And for the team that this team was compared to until they weren't, right? the 98 Yankees, like Shane Spencer was allowed to come up and straight up take playing time away from guys in an all-time team. Yeah. And a lot of the people running the front office now were there in that time, and they don't, they just want to reinvent a wheel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look at some of the postseason moves. Tory benched guys in the postseason because you you play. No, it's no, it's pretty funny. The Yankees always do lineup funny business because they're trying to look for an advantage in every game. Like they think if they change their lineup that they can find an advantage against a pitcher in a yeah. situation and a, a lane. Like they're almost playing bullpen lanes with their lineup. Yeah. And that's why they mix it up every day to try to find an advantage every day. They should take that mindset to who's playing. Yeah. Like, they do who's playing, and then they play that game? Like, they should they should put all of that in the pot and say, how can we put the best lineup together? Didn't Paul O'Neill and Bernie and uh, all of them always say, like, I knew where I was hitting in the lineup, and I knew who was batting in front of me and who was batting behind me every day, and I just, I knew how to attack based on that. So, like, nobody knows, except for maybe Judge, who knows I'm batting second until he's not now. He's batting third. Yeah. I don't know. I hope September's different. Should be. <laughs> it won't be. That's an interesting view. <laughs> I'm saying that for... I'm saying that for- I look like the Power Rangers guy. Yeah, gonna- you look like our, our god. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at the TV. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to find some some 98 lineups for Jim. But, yeah, I mean, you hear Paul O'Neill talk about, I like, he goes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw some good pitches because I was around Bernie. Yeah. 98 lineup? 
Is there I like Knobloch played 150 games at leadoff, Jeter 145 in the two hole, O'Neill 148 in the three hole, Bernie 98 in the four hole. I mean, I think he got hurt for a little. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it just, it just fucking, yeah. I mean, I, I've been saying that for four years, but, but I'm saying they even benched guys. Like, I'm trying to find, did, did, did Hayes start against every lefty in the postseason? Charlie Hayes. Mm. Top of my head, I'm I'm not sure. Not sure. Well, that's 96. Because remember they lost the first two games of the World Series in 96? Yeah. And and then they fucking sat Boggs and Tino. <laughs> it's a Hall of Famer. You played to the name <laughs> on the front of your jersey. They sat Wade Boggs. <laughs> but I but I but yeah. I think yeah, Hayes started. No, so they were a platoon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, but then they also they Tino. they sat um. Tino, I guess maybe it was he a platoon. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. All right, I gotta go because I gotta drive into the city. I'm glad we slept on it and that got clear ahead. Actually, this is like ten times more clear than last night. Last night would have been a tough pot. Last night was a tough pot. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to Pinstripe. Go listen to Pinstripe Strong. If you want to see what could have happened. I heard the Boone interview live oh. as I was live. Like as a, as a, when Boone said, oh. we have the one of the best shortstops in baseball. And like my first, like I just, I lost it. Did you see my video, Joe's? I did watch said video. I mean, that was like 2019. When I used to, I didn't have a check mark and I didn't have as many people following my Twitter and I would post shit like that. I can't do it now because everyone just wants to tear everyone down. I told Joe's, you're verified now. You got, you're going to get teared down. But I mean, I saw someone on Reddit be like, imagine if Michael K was rolling around on his couch, pulling his hair out, <laughs> giving a review of a game. Like, yeah. Tried to. He does it in such a great way. I mean, I fucking way. texted you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That I was excited for Trevino. Yeah. Yeah. I have videos where I was recording myself a reaction to Glaber's at bat. And I was like, listen, Glaber, just don't hit into a double play. Maybe I have this on my phone. I didn't post it. I was like, Glaber, just don't hit into a double play because Trevino's up next. And I want to see him get up against this uh, Herget curveball. That's what I was saying into my phone. And then it's about about to happen, and they pinch hit for him. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like I was fucking getting pranked. The August Yankees are a troll job. They've trolled us big time. We've been trolled. We're going to want Peraza. We're going to get activation of Marwin. Yeah, September. September. I thought I was getting... Don't say Tyler Dotson. <laughs> I think we got to. Uh, I think we got to wrap it. <laughs> the right show. We're gonna get out. Ball. Wow. Go Yanks, Tom Grams. Go Yankees.